0: eBay realized that a lot of their, especially their smaller sellers, were just having struggles selling internationally or felt like, hey, shipping things internationally just isn't worth the hassle, so I'm just not gonna allow um, international purchases. Well, they have launched their international shipping program that will handle customs clearance, tracking, post-transaction requests, duties, all the import custom stuff. Does it all for you at no
1: extra cost. Good day and welcome to another episode of Commerce Today. And we've got an interesting one for you today. This one is the Commerce News Grab Bag version. So we've got three great topics that we. Well, proverbially pulled out of the grab bag for you. So first up here is some new information from Google around their shopping experience. And I missed the intro real quick, but again, my name is Darren as always, and Josh is here as our host to really uh, bring in all the commerce news. So our first up again is, is Google introduces some new features, but these are really cool what you showed me, Josh.
0: Yeah, so Google has rolled out uh, a whole whole new and improved shopping experience. Um, You can go in, you search for something on Google, you you hit that shopping button, and it's almost like you're on a completely different site now, where you get um, not only just uh, some interesting views of um, products, including they're not there yet, but they're going to have 360 degree product photos coming pretty soon on a lot of these products, but also just some incredible tools. It's a it's a much more visual experience. which is hard to describe on a podcast, but uh, they, they've even applied a little bit of uh, machine learning here. You can actually scroll down in a lot of your searches, and, and there's a section that's added called Top Features Based on Reviews. So I did a search. Um, it's kind of funny. Me and Darren both did kind of some sample searches, and. Uh, uh, in both cases, I was looking at some Reeboks. Darren was looking at some shorts, and um, it, it'll give you four different products in a row, and it will identify what the top feature is for each of those products based on reviews. Well, the, the kind of funny commonality for for both me and Darren is that it, you know <laughs> some of them had said, "Hey, this is very, the most comfortable one." Okay, cool. Some of them then said, "This is the most attractive option," and the most attractive option for Darren it was camouflage interesting utility cargo shorts and for me it is a bright orange sneaker so i am not sure exactly where google is getting their review data to say these are the most attractive
1: options but yeah uh, i i would question that for sure
0: Um, But the other thing, uh, because there's some good things in here, I don't want to just beat up on Google. um, Although they're big, they can take it. Um, it, They've added even more things to surface local inventory and surface it in really a really cool visual way. You can go and you can say, hey, only show me items that are available nearby. It then breaks it out into a per store view, gives you the information of that store, including highlighting their omni-channel pickup options. So you can see, do they offer curbside pickup, in-store pickup? Then you get a visual view of Of all of the matching products that are in stock in that store. and I, I, I want to use this as a chance just to remind everybody that's listening, you can submit your product feeds to Google for free. Yes, there is a paid advertising section in this, but the vast majority of this is coming from free data feed submissions, um, either just your product data feed if you're a pure play online only retailer, or if you're an omnichannel retailer, your per store inventory feed as well. Again, you can submit those to Google for free. If you have the right data and your feed is accepted, you keep the data very clean and accurate, um, I think you can drive substantial sales with this. And I just see so many retailers that either aren't using it or just haven't put in the time to get their feed right. Maybe their platform that they're using makes it hard to keep their product data up to date. Maybe they need some some corrections or improvements to that product data. but Getting that data in there, getting the supplemental information like reviews in there um, can really help people find your exact store whenever they're shopping for
1: a specific product you carry. Well, and one thing I noticed just real quick here, Josh, is that here it has even Discover a Veteran-Owned Business. So specialty stores or, or women-only stores or different things like that can be highlighted here, or you can then choose and that's all you want to look for, so if you want to shop or in a specific category, you can do that. This is really neat, really, really neat stuff all right so that's uh that's the first one out of our uh, out of our grab bag of fun. The second one uh, comes to us from about Amazon and some interesting things they're doing in the in the world of shipping so tell us about that uh, so you're gonna make me try to pronounce it first okay no, yes so <laughs>
0: Amazon. Um, yet again it has found a way to disrupt shipping. Um, I know we're all surprised by that, but uh, this time it's not airplanes or their own trucks or anything like that. This time it's an acquisition. They acquired a company, uh V-E-Q-O, V something. So I think it's I think I think it's Vico. V- Vico, Vico. Yeah, yeah, we'll call him like Vico. That um apologies Vico team if we are mispronouncing that. So Amazon bought Vico. What is Vico? Uh it's a system that allows you to tie in your um your order sources basically. So Amazon, eBay, Etsy, your uh your web platform, all those things, your orders feed into it and it allows you to print your shipping labels. Like a lot of these services, it has some intelligence where you can tell it, "Hey, this order needs to arrive in 7 days. What's the cheapest way to get it there in 7 days?" Um, kind of another uh, thing that some of the other uh, competing platforms have done is it will give you discounted rates. It will give you the volume rates at UPS, USPS, DHL, and FedEx. And this is pulling you know volume rates from Amazon. So those are probably some pretty good discounts. Wow, yeah. What is different about this than, say, uh, ShipStation and the other competing platforms is while Vico, before they were acquired, they would charge you about $450 a month for using their software. Amazon's made it free. And you don't even have to sell on Amazon. Um, anybody can go and register and use this software uh, completely free. You just pay for your shipping
1: charges. Wow. Wow, that really disrupts a whole section of of, of shipping, anyway, of that whole uh, piece of the commerce puzzle, yeah. for sure.
0: Oh, definitely. And I think you're going to say, at first, uh, a whole sector of society, <laughs> and I mean, these days the sheer number of Amazon UPS, USPS and FedEx trucks I see on the roads. It is, yes. It is society pretty much. So
1: it is. Well, all right, that's uh two out of three. So that's uh let's move to our third uh third topic and this one's uh this one's about eBay. And we may uh we may kinda age ourselves a little bit as we talk about this one, but uh there this is also around the shipping, but this is shipping across the pond, either direction an international way. So
0: Yeah. So international shipping, um, it doesn't have to be complicated. There's definitely a lot of retailers that have figured it out, but eBay realized that a lot of their, especially their smaller sellers were just having struggles selling internationally or felt like, Hey, shipping things internationally just isn't worth the hassle. So I'm just not going to allow, um, international purchases. Well, they have launched their international shipping program that will handle customs clearance, tracking post-transaction requests, um, duties, all the import custom stuff does it all for you at no extra cost. So you can go in, you can generate your labels, ship things internationally. And and this is where, uh, you know, As uh, before we started recording, we were talking a bit about eBay and this program. And I got to admit, like I have a very old out of date image of eBay. I think of eBay as, hey, this is the place where you sell the stuff that didn't sell in your garage sale. I first saw this and thought, hey, there's some guy out there that has 500 Pez dispensers in his basement, and he's so excited because now he can sell and ship a Pez dispenser from the U.S. to the U.K., uh, Ireland, anywhere overseas, um, and that's going to really help his business. But as we discussed and talked a little bit more, we realized, hey eBay, there's a lot a lot of people selling on eBay. A lot of companies are using it, um, not just for secondhand merchandise or, or liquidations, but even just as other sales channels. So I think it'll be interesting to see how many of those
1: larger businesses even take advantage of this to simplify their international shipping. Well, I know the little bit that I've ever done on eBay, it, I've purposefully said I won't sell over overseas just because I didn't want to have to mess with any of the any of the challenges. So this could this could definitely open some things up. So. Wow. That was a very fun grab bag, Josh. Thanks for, for sharing some, uh, some neat ideas. And for those out there, as always, uh, welcome you to hit the like button and subscribe to our, uh, to our podcast, as well as if you have any comments, please feel free to share them. We love to uh, be able to comment on those and see where we can help out. And as always, have a uh, great rest of your day. And we, uh, we're excited to have you as part of Commerce Today.